Well, good morning, ladies and gentlemen, or good evening. I'm sorry, it is a good evening, ladies and gentlemen. This is the Truckers Podcast. And I wish this music would just keep playing. I don't know what the problem here is. Anyways, sorry about that. It is 9 p.m. here, Monday. I'm your host, Doug, from Ontario, Canada. Thank you for joining me. Sorry about that, ladies and gentlemen, this evening. I don't know, you click on the music to play and then it shuts off all by itself. I don't know what's going on there. But anyways, here I am. Get through this introduction. Anyways, I'm your host, Doug, from Ontario, Canada, like I said. Now, as you may or may not know what is going on, and you probably do know what's going on, I'm sure. You read the news, you watch the news. What we have going on here across Canada, and it is the the truckers out there who are protesting the vaccine mandates that all truckers who are going to be crossing into the United States to be fully vaccinated. And to come back into Canada, you have to show vaccination proof. Now, that started on January the 15th. Thank you for joining me. I'm your host, Doug, from Ontario, Canada. So these vaccine mandates started on January the 15th for the truckers. The United States started on January the 22nd. That all truckers crossing into the United States be vaccinated, that all essential workers crossing into the United States be vaccinated, and all the general public who wants to cross into the United States to be fully vaccinated. Now, I got to tell you this. See, these truckers out there, who are protesting these mandates by the federal Canadian government. They weren't vaccinated anyways, and they had no intentions of getting vaccinated whatsoever. Because they wouldn't wait to see if the government was going to put a mandate on vaccines, truckers to go across the border. And they can't sit there and tell you they've been blindsided because they haven't been blindsided. The majority of the truckers out there, ladies and gentlemen, are vaccinated. And they were vaccinated long before this mandate came along. Just people in the general public, truck drivers, that's who we are. We live amongst you. They've been vaccinated along with everybody else. 
because they're always crossing into the United States all the time. We know how well that's going on over there in the United States. Not very well, unfortunately. So, you know, now you've got, you know, truckers out in BC, Alberta, Manitoba. They're going to make the trek across the country. Drive their rigs across the country. To protest, they're going to go to Ottawa, the capital of Canada. And they should get there by Sunday. And to do what? And to do what? Toot your horn? Oh, bad government. Bad, 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 bad government. And somehow they think that this is going to change the mind of the Canadian government. And somehow they think this is going to change the minds of the American government. They're not going to change their mind. Now, ladies and gentlemen, I mean, don't holler. At, at uh, you know, really don't holler at the government, you know, with these mandates. I'm going to tell you why. Because, like I said, the majority of the Canadian truckers are vaccinated. And those who are not were anti-vaxxers anyways. And if you have shortages on your grocery store shelves, Don't blame the government. You blame the truckers who are not vaccinated, who had no intentions of being vaccinated. And they're putting the onus and all the weight on the other truckers out there who are vaccinated to do these deliveries and and pickups. They are abandoning their fellow truckers. And they're abandoning you, is what they're doing. They're only thinking about themselves, is what they're doing. They don't care about you. It's like all the anti-vaxxers out there, they don't care about you. They could care less about you. It's all about them. I had a few discussions today while I was sitting waiting for pickups and and uh, sitting, waiting for a doc doing deliveries. Having a few discussions on, on Facebook. You know, the only people really are, are who are supporting them are anti-vaxxers. You know, this one, this uh, one lady, she was commenting on that you know, um, about, you know, all the, the, uh, the regulations, the, uh, vaccine mandates is that, you know, she's saying that this is communist. First of all, she doesn't even know the meaning of communist. I mean, if you, I mean, for, for the, for the 
anti-vaxxers out there, I mean, you really think you got it that goddamn bad? Really? How about that old saying, no shirt, no shoes, no service? Oh, people have never had a problem with that. I got to put a shirt on. I got to put shoes on to go into a restaurant. Oh, God forbid if I got to wear a fucking mask. Boy, people just lost it. Now it's no shirt, no shoes, no mask, no service. Now, with getting back to what communists, I mean, thinking people out there, you know, go ahead and do your protest. I mean, whatever makes you feel good, right? Oh, it's against my it's against my 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 freedoms and my rights. Oh my God, man, what is just a horrible thing, right? If you think you got it so tough, go and live in North Korea. Go live in China. Go live in Hong Kong. Oh, guess what? Taiwan is next to be communist. Go live in Russia. And then come back here and tell me that you got it so goddamn bad. It's unbelievable. It's absolutely unbelievable. What people put references to is irrelevant. There's no comparison. See, the other problem, ladies and gentlemen, I've said this a while back in probably a couple hundred shows ago, that people don't take the time. See, here in Canada, See, here in Canada, in every single province and territory, provincial and federal, they have a Provincial Emergency Act. They have a Federal Emergency Act. Once was called the War Act on the federal level. And in that Provincial Emergency Act, when there is harm and causing harm and sickness, the government at both levels, provincial and federal, can mandate these restrictions. See, I don't know if it's if it's even in my generation and generations behind me. You know, you take your freedoms and liberties for granted. They take their lives for granted too. And the ones that do that, you're going to be laying on your deathbed thinking, why the hell me? 
Why do I got to go so early? You take your freedoms and liberties for granted. Oh, nothing will ever happen. You know, it was given. It won't be restricted. I won't say taken because it's not taken. It's restricted. There's a difference. When someone takes something from you, they take it from you permanently. When they restrict you, eventually you get it back. Right? It's just like taking something from your kid because the kid's acting up and doesn't think there's going to be any punishment. You gave it, you take. Or you restrict it. If you want to lose all your freedoms and liberties, like I said, go live in North, North Korea. Go live in China, Hong Kong, Russia. Then you have something to bitch and complain about. Up here in North America, even all across Europe. In a democracy, you should be thanking your lucky stars that you are living under the stars where you are. But people are just blinded. They're just, they're just blinded from reality. Now, I do not support the anti-vaxxers, the anti-maskers. And I will not. And there's nothing that you could tell me that would even justify it. Because anti-maskers and anti-vaxxers just come up with all the stuff that they went on these media sources with all the misinformation and disinformation sites because they are media illiterate. They don't have a point to argue. Nothing. They, they, they read it. They hear it. And they believe it. If a conspiracy theorist told these people that they had swamp land in Florida for sale, they'd believe it. They'd want to buy it. See, these cons conspiracy theories in, the, in, in theorists, they have a way to grab your mind and make you believe. Just like Donald Trump with all his followers. Same thing. It has you believing, for those out there, 
that your election was stolen. And there's nothing that you can say to change their mind. Because Donald Trump, from day one of the election, drilled it into their heads. Day after day after day. Drilled it into Americans' heads. And for those who latched onto it, believes it. I do not support these truckers out there who are not vaccinated. Like I said, they had no intentions of being vaccinated. We wouldn't be having this discussion if they had every intentions to do it. They had every intentions to get vaccinated. We wouldn't even be having this discussion. I wouldn't even be talking to you about this. And the first thing that people do is they point their finger at the government. They point their finger at the government. Oh, Mr. Government, you're very bad. You shouldn't be doing this. You see, ladies and gentlemen, in a democracy... The people that we go and we vote for, who we put in office, have a sworn duty to protect you. A sworn duty to protect you. Whether people believe that or not, it's entirely up to you. They need to protect us. Protect us from terrorism. Protect your land, your country, from war, natural disasters. Disease. Yeah, I know it's been tough, ladies and gentlemen. Don't get me wrong. I know it's been tough. It's been tough for a lot of people. Here we are, 2022. This coming March, I guess, will be the anniversary of two years of when, you know, the government is like, okay, you know, we got to, you know, try to get a hold of this. Stay-at-home order orders. Close businesses, close the schools. Like nobody's perfect. You know, we know the government's not perfect. And neither one of us are perfect. 
we never had anything like this happen to us in our time. Not like over a hundred years ago of the Spanish flu. That may have been something that should have been kept in, in, in the back of the minds of government, disease and infection doctors, scientists. Could that possibly happen again? What kind of readiness and, and preparedness would we would we have? You know, ladies and gentlemen, it just makes me laugh sometimes, and, and I have to laugh. Even through this through these tough times, I have to laugh. I have to laugh at these idiots. They're thinking that everything is just against their liberties and freedoms. You need to stop taking it for granted. You need to stop taking your own life for granted. Because we're here for a good time, not a long time. You know, just imagine we could just live. And we can turn around, we can fuck up all we want. And, and we get a rewind and start over. No, it doesn't work that way. You got one chance. One. The Federation representing truckers across Canada has denounced a series of planned protests against the federal government's cross-border travel vaccine mandate, arguing such demonstrations are not a safe or effective way of resisting the policy. And by saying that, you're clogging up our roads and highways. You're making it more dangerous for, for commuters and anybody who use our roadways and highways. But I forgot. Oh, wait a minute. Oh, you're only thinking about yourselves. That's right. That's right. I got to keep that thought in my head. I'm, I'm old. I'm getting old. You know, I have to keep that in my head somehow. You're only thinking about yourselves. Now, the Canadian Trucking Alliances spoke out against the pending protests, which, by the way, they're, they're, they've started already. That, you know, this unvaccinated convoy of truckers was set to leave British Columbia en route to Ottawa, Ontario, Canada, the, the capital of Canada and that the, the Canadian Trucking Alliance does not support these protests on public roadways, highways, and or bridges. 
Now, just think about this for a moment, ladies and gentlemen. You know, when it comes when it comes to protests. Well, let's see. How many times, you know, in the United States, you know, even, you know, the, the biggest one out there, Black Lives Matter, which I support, by the way, how fast that gets broken up. Whites get out there and they protest and guess what? It's okay. It's okay, you're white. It's all right. Don't worry about it. Look at back in the 50s and 60s and 70s in the United States. Martha Luther King was a righteous man. He was doing the right thing. Liberties and freedom for all. Oh no, when those marching down the streets and stuff like that, blacks being hosed down by the police and fire department. Blacks have to sit at the back of the bus. Blacks can't go to the laundromat. Blacks can't go to Six Flags. If that was a white man protesting, there wouldn't have been a problem. The indigenous people of Canada, every time they protest, they block a roadway or they're walking down the road protesting or whatever the case may be, they get arrested. They get handcuffed and shackled and carried off by the RCMP. Without the white man doing that, no, it's okay. It's okay, you're white. Don't worry about it. And then you got JFK Jr. Oh, you probably read that in the news already today. I'm sure you did. Comparing vaccine mandates to the Holocaust. What fucking idiot does that? JFK does. You know, it's like, you know, I was reading this and, and I'm thinking to myself, what the hell? Was he thinking? I mean, he doesn't, he doesn't even get his history. He doesn't even get his history right. So this is at a rally against vaccine mandates in Washington, D.C. on Sunday. Robert F. Kennedy Jr. likened vaccine policies in the U.S. to the actions of the totalitarian state 
even suggesting Anne Frank was in better situation when she was hiding from the Nazis. Even in Hitler Germany, you could you could cross the Alps into Switzerland. You could hide in the attic like Anne Frank did, said Kennedy. Now, in a speech at the Lincoln Memorial, he said, I visited in, in 1962 East Germany with my father and, and met and met people who had climbed the wall and escaped. So it was possible. Many died true, but it was possible. Kennedy's historically incorrect anti-remarks ignores the fact that Anne Frank and some 6 million other Jews were murdered by Nazis. Frank, who was a teenager at the time, hid in an attic in the Netherlands, not in Germany. I mean, he can't even get that fact right. I mean, do they teach history in the United States? Does anybody in the United States know where Canada is? Does it teach you geography even? You know, and Kennedy in a statement on Twitter saying, exploiting of the tragedy of people who suffered were humiliated, tortured and murdered in, in the, it, with the regime of the Nazi Germany, including children like Anne Frank, in a debate about vaccines and limitations during the global pandemic is a sad symptom of moral and intellectual decay. Where do people get off? And I, I, I got to ask this. Has a lot of people in this world gone mad? Have you just gone fucking mad? You know, and, and this idiot... John F. Kennedy Jr. Christ, he might as well just join the ranks of Trump. He might as well just join the Trump nation. Well, he can't join Trump because he's an anti-vaxxer and Trump is vaccinated. Ed's got the booster. So he can't he can't do that. How do you compare these va- vaccine mandates? to Nazi Germany. Here we go again. Oh God, man, it's my, oh God, it's my, 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 my freedom and my liberties. You know, uh, There's a Congresswoman, Marjorie Green, back before Christmas, says we have never shut down schools or businesses because of cancer. Well, no shit. Because cancer isn't contagious. I mean, where did she even come up with that? 
Where she, how did she even get? How did she even get that thought in her head? We never shut down schools or businesses because of cancer. Unbelievable. And then she said um, that one public school um, shooting, she said it was staged. They were all just actors. You know, the school shootings in the United States are all just staged, they're all just actors. How about the the uh, the shooting in uh, Colorado at the movie theater? Were they all just actors in there? No, these were real people being shot and killed. How could somebody say that and not even think? about their brothers and sisters, their parents, how they might feel about that. She didn't give a shit. She just spewed it out of her mouth like it was nothing. And then you have JFK Jr. invokes the Nazi Germany in an in a offensive anti-vaccine speech. He needs to apologize and he needs to do it publicly right where he was standing and apologize for his remarks. That's not freedom of speech. Ladies and gentlemen, that is just right down ignorant. That's what that is. Arrogant. He needs to apologize. Now, you know, starting January the 31st here in Ontario, Canada, we will be going to do some reopenings, a three-stage plan reopening. So starting on January the 31st, there'll be indoor dining. Movie theaters will open. Gyms will open. Capacity will be at 50%. And to those who are vaccinated. And that'll run until February the 21st. And then more capacities will be allowed. 
Now, there is this well-known restaurant in, in, in uh, Toronto. And, you know, in, in over this, you know, past whatever, four weeks, you know, with these, you know, no dining restaurants. Restaurants that have patios, they can open their patio. And if they had, you know, like a, uh, like a roof covering or some sort of covering that come out and then drop down, they had to have two ends that were open. Then it's not closed in. So if you were brave enough to, to brave the cold and go sit on a patio under a heater, you could do that. So this restaurant, he was fined for a violation. Now he feels now that he feels that, you know, he, he's, his business is being taken away from him. But he admits to wrongdoing. So how can you admit to wrongdoing and then feel that your restaurant's being taken away from you? The regulations were simple. If you had a covered patio, you had to have two ends that were open. It's that simple. I guess he could thought he could just close it all in and it's a patio and that's okay. But then he then then he he speaks out as though you know he's being robbed of his livelihood when he's knowing knowingly is doing an infraction. I mean I feel bad for restaurant owners already. I really do. Maybe they could have gave him a break and said, look, you know what? You got to open up both ends. If you open up both ends, you're good. You know, maybe some of the people out there, you know, the enforcement is, you know, is too critical sometimes. You know, could have been something maybe easily rectified. But don't complain to the news if you already knew that you we're in the wrong. And then make it look out and make it look like, oh, the enforcement officers are the bad guys. Restaurant owner ain't the bad guy. Neither, neither are the enforcement officers. Simple rules to follow. I was reading uh, uh, a poll that they did and that people who are vaccinated 
thinks that we, we, we should restrict the unvaccinated even more. Well, they can't go and dine in a restaurant. They can't go to a movie theater. They can't go to a gym. They can't go to a concert. They can't go to a sporting event. No, that's enough. That's plenty. That's plenty enough. You know, the province of Quebec here in Canada, the government there wants to impose a tax on the unvaccinated, a health tax. I mean, I mean, you're clogging up our hospitals, you're clogging up our ICUs. Guess you didn't get the message the first time. Through the first wave, second wave, third wave. Clogging up the hospitals unnecessarily. We are so far backlogged on much needed surgeries for people that they can't do them because your sorry ass is clogging up the hospitals because you didn't want to get vaccinated. Yeah, and there are people who are vaccinated in the hospital and and they have COVID and they're in there for other reasons. I was reading a story probably about three weeks ago and a gentleman here in Ontario He needs a liver transplant. And you know what your you know what your liver does, right? It cleanses everything. Well, he can't get that. Because you know, suspending surgeries like that, you know, because we don't have the ICUs. So now because things have, have gotten worse for him, he now needs a heart transplant. And guess what? He's probably not going to get that either. Because there's no more room in the inn. So what kind of argument do anti-vaxxers really have? You don't have any argument. All they do is bitch and complain.
and people out there who need to be in the hospital, who need to have these real surgeries, can't get them. Can't get them at all. Right now, there is something like 4,200 in the hospitals, over 600 in the ICUs. And the majority are the unvaccinated. Whether you're still sitting on the fence, debating whether you're going to get the vaccine or you're just an outright anti-vaccine. Your cause is doing more harm than good. The conspiracy theories and and the people who put these conspiracies out there, put this misinformation out there in disinformation. Now, misinformation is it's missing parts of the story. And it keeps missing parts of the story the further the story goes down the line. Meaning it's not meant to be intentionally. But this this information is the intent to lie and do harm. Dr. Robert Malone, you may have heard of him. You know, proclaims that he's the founder of the mRNA. When in fact, it was several scientists who's been working on on this for two decades. Now he's been out on social media like mad. He's been on the Joe Rogan show. He's been all over. Spreading this disinformation about vaccines. Well, I had to do a little research. And as I was doing my research, I was surprised. I was really surprised. You know, he's vaccinated. He's vaccinated with the Moderna. See, last February, he got COVID. He recovered. And then he got vaccinated with Moderna. And now he's out on social media platforms telling you not to get the vaccine that it's bad. How can you be an anti-vaxxer 
and be vaccinated with your own medicine. Isn't that an oxymoron? How can anybody believe them? How can anybody now trust them? He's been blocked from uh, from so many social medias out there. He'll go on a show to whoever will, will give him the stage, like Joe Rogan. How can anybody take their own medicine and then be anti about it? That doesn't even make sense. It's crazy. That is absolutely crazy. You know, then you have Dr. Tenpenny, who has her theories. She's not even a disease infectionist doctor. But she claims that if you got vaccinated, that a metal object will actually stick at the injection site. How ludicrous is that? I had to try it out for myself. Really, I did. I had to try it out for myself. Had to go had had to go to the shop, found a piece of metal, put it on the injection site on my arm, and it didn't stick. I was so disappointed that how could this be? You know, when she talked about that, she she said that, you know, they took 60 people, 30 unvaccinated and 30 vaccinated. And when they put the metal objects on the unvaccinated, nothing stuck to them. So when they tried the same theory on the vaccinated, 29 people, metal objects, 29 out of 30 people, metal objects stuck to them. And then I'm thinking to myself, well, there had to be a way they were doing this because, you know, I would put it on my arm, I'm standing up and it would just fall off. You know, because there's such thing, such such a thing as, as gravity. So I thought, they must have been laying on their side. And they had their 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 left arm straight down their body. And they placed the object 
on the ejection site. Well, I tried that theory. Still, nothing stuck to me. There must be something special about her claims to the people that these metal objects stuck to their bodies after receiving the vaccine. Must be very must be something very special about them. Because it didn't work on me. I mean you can I mean if you're vaccinated, you can try it yourself. You know, come on my show another day and tell me if it worked or not. Freedom. Well, we all have freedom here in North America. Your freedom has not been taken away from you. It's restricted. And for good reason. And if people can't seem to get that in their head, I don't know what to say to you. I can't help you. I can't. There's a lot of people out there who are media illiterate. Let's say illiterate meaning that they can't read. Media illiterate is that they, they don't bother checking out actual websites that has the real facts. They're pulled in, they're drawn into the social media platforms and websites that just leads them to disinformation. And there's no, I mean, I mean, you can't, you, you can say what you want to them. You, you, I mean, you can't even argue a point with them because they're so bound and bent on all these theories that fact checking doesn't even exist to them. Legitimate websites To them, they don't even exist. You know, like I said earlier, ladies and gentlemen, I do not and I will not support anti-maskers. Anti-maskers. You know, on my journeys this morning, 
we have what you call here in Ontario, they're called on routes, like your rest areas in the United States. But they're called an on route. And I stopped at the one in um, Cambridge. And I walked in there. I was going to grab a fresh coffee. And there's this one individual in there walking around with no mask. You cannot be in a public building without without a mask. Man, I got to tell you, it was so difficult not to say something. It was so difficult. I wanted to so goddamn bad. But I did say something at the counter. I said, why the hell was he served? He's not even supposed to be in the building. Oh, we asked him, but he still refused. Then I said, then you should have refused him service. You know, I was waiting for somebody else to say something, but people just walked by him and was looking at him thinking, what the hell? I don't know if he's vaccinated. I don't know if he's infected. You know, not here in Ontario, ladies and gentlemen. There is no public building that you can be in without a mask. Now, you know, seeing other people, you know, make scenes about having having to wear a mask. That's kind of simmered down now. You don't hear too much of that anymore. You know, I think they got the message. You can't come in here unless you have a mask, unless you've got a medical reason. Why you can't wear a mask and you better be carrying that oxygen tank with you. Of why you can't wear a mask. Your baseless claims. Baseless. Baseless claims on mask wearing, on vaccines. It's just ridiculous. You need to move on and you need to go find something else to do. Because the mandates are not going to change. And they're probably not going to even change this summer. 
We're in the middle of winter here in Canada. The middle of winter. We still have eight weeks until springtime. And it is cold as shit outside. And we're, and we're in our homes. We're indoors more in the wintertime than any other season. And it's spreading white like wildfire. We have no idea here in Canada how many actual cases there really are. No idea. They say somehow we have a million cases. I don't know how they figure that. I bet it's fivefold. I wouldn't be surprised. We're not doing contact tracing. We are not doing PCR tests to the general public. That's for the hospitals. That's for the retirement homes and nursing homes. This would be doing those sort of tests. Anybody else will have to get your hands on an antigen rapid test. Which is, seems to be hard to come by these days. Because they went out to all the schools. Public schools first. And then in February, they'll go out to the high schools. And then colleges and universities. They're already... The, the, they're already in the retirement homes and nursing homes and hospitals. The government last month said it was going to put out 145 million and it's in rapid tests. Would have just been easier to mail them out to everybody. So we have no idea. Really, we don't have a, a, an idea in the general public. But we certainly know what is going on in the hospitals. The admissions in the hospitals and the ICUs. And that's where the health officials and the government decide what measures we need in place. We have to be able to sustain the health care that we have here in Canada.
And it's a real struggle. It's a real struggle for those patients, doctors and nurses. The ones who've been on the front lines from the onset of this pandemic. But the burnout rate is much higher than you think. The pressures that we're putting on the healthcare system is just unspeakable. I'm not just mad, ladies and gentlemen, at the unvaccinated. I'm also upset with the government and past governments that their health ministers did nothing but hack and slash our healthcare system. just ridiculous. It's not just one one government. It's just not one party. Whether it was the liberals or the conservatives or the NDP. They all have done it to the healthcare system. Not funneling enough money in that direction. We have a bigger generation coming up, the baby boomers, more than the elderly that we have now. Never mind the pandemic. When this is all over and done with. And baby boomers move up and is going to need that care. It'll look like the pandemic all over again. Hospitals will just be loaded. They won't be able to keep up people in the ICUs. It'll just be absolutely ridiculous. The healthcare system in Canada has been calling on the government to do more. Never mind the pandemic. But there's never enough. There's never enough money funneled in that direction. And we, and we, the working people of Canada, we pay into that. We pay into our healthcare system from our paychecks. And you think we'd be doing much better. If they 
stop the slack, the, 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 the slashing and hacking of the healthcare system here in Canada. And even with the amount of people in the hospitals right now with COVID, they would have the money for beds. They would have the money for more ICUs and have the money. They wouldn't have all these other surgeries put on hold. People can't get their heart surgeries because the goddamn ICUs are full. People can't get their cancer surgery because the fucking ICUs are full. That's not just here in Canada. Look at the pressures you're putting on your hospitals in the United States. And somebody should really give a shit about that. They must think, you know, we must think that our nurses and doctors are gods. We must think that this does not affect them. They go out all smiley face. They come back in the next day all smiley face. They're wishing they weren't there at all. You know, maybe what we should do, you know, because the anti-vaxxers, you don't care about anybody else, care about anybody else anyways. You only care about yourself and only think about yourselves. Maybe we should just turn you away. Well, you got to go to the hospital because you got COVID and you're having a real hard time and you're an anti-vaxxer, maybe we should just turn you the fuck away. That's your problem. You deal with it. No, we won't do that because we're not inhumane. We're humane. We're going to treat you like everybody else. But you, you, you disrespect the rest of the fucking population. Unbelievable. You know, ladies and gentlemen, and we should all be so lucky, right? We should all be so lucky that we live in a democracy. I mean, if this is so hard for the anti-vaxxers out there, like I said, at the beginning of my show, go live in North Korea, go live in China, go live in Hong Kong. Don't move to Taiwan because they're next. China's going to take them over too. Go to Russia, 
and then tell me you got it fucking bad here in a democracy. I can't even imagine what it is like for those people who live in those countries. You have no voting rights. Your social medias are monitored to the nines. You say one goddamn thing about the government, you disappear. Never to be seen again. Here, in a democracy, we can voice our opinions about the government. Whether it's right or wrong. You don't disappear. If you spread disinformation, well, the the social media giants, they can block you. Or they can just take it away from you, take it away from you permanently. And that's the social media giants. That's not the government. So, you know what, ladies and gentlemen, you need to be thankful for what you have. You need to be thankful for what you have. Try, try telling that to, to the anti-vaxxers out there. <laughs> no, they're not going to be happy. Even you try to tell them to be thankful what you have, they, that's not going to fly. Oh, they'll find something else. Believe me. But I'll leave you with that, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you for joining me. Thank you for the likes. I appreciate that. Have yourself a good week. Be safe and behave and watch out for one another. And uh, maybe depends, depends on uh, when I got done work. I got done work at a reasonable time tonight that I could come on the show I didn't have brain fog, you know, so I could come out here and, you know, say what was on my mind. So hopefully throughout the week, I can get back out here again, or if not, you know, it'll be on the weekend for sure. Cause that's when general, when I do most of my shows is on the weekend. It's very rare through the week. So, you know, unless something really good comes on, you know, something, you know, that's going to catch my attention, you know. So, like I said, take care, be safe, and thank you.